following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. And now, your starting lineup for Dirty Mo Doe. Up first from the great state of Ohio, he's the degenerate of the group who bets on anything he watches, the Chopper. Next, he's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the man who does the real work crunching the numbers, the Professor. And last, hailing all the way from Maine, the crew chief of this misfit bunch, Steve Latar. Okay, I don't, I don't even know where to start. We have so much to cover. The regular season is behind us. Daytona's behind us. But I'm not sure we can move on to Daytona without discussing the accusations on the Dale Jr. download this week. Some were a little personal. Um, the professor called me in tears. <laughs> then he listened to the rest of the podcast, and now he has a new T-shirt. So... <laughs> So I was going to ask Chop to read it, but then I thought to myself, he doesn't have his reading glasses, so there's no way Chop can read the t-shirt. Can you? The Racing Insight Gods do God's work. That's it. The Racing Insight guys do God's work. Dale Jr. Um, he said this after he tore the professor apart about his, quote, drafting notes. So here's what happened. Here's really what happened. A stat gets thrown up about laps led. In the and, broadcast? Or in oh, the... yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, I think it was on a practice show. Okay. Qualifying show, probably in Daytona. And it had Austin Hill leading a ton of laps. And Dale was like, man, you know, he's pretty good, but he doesn't run that great at Daytona and Talladega. And my man Professor says, well, Atlanta's included in there because now that it's repraved, it's, it's it's considered drafting. There's a drafting track. Nope. Dale climbed right up. Mike Davis in, helped him up onto his podium, <laughs> up onto his soapbox, you know, pushed him up. To have this conversation. Now, I understand what Dale's saying, and I'm not going to, much like he conceded medium plus, I am going to concede that Daytona and Talladega are the restricted plate tracks. They always have been. They always will be. But in the new world of non-restricted plates, we don't run restricted plates anymore. We run reduced horsepower. We run the same horsepower at Atlanta that we do at Daytona and Talladega. Atlanta has been included. So I would love to say he's completely wrong. He is not. But his emphatic nature that the professor was wrong i was a little worried about my man i was Are you okay man yeah i'm okay i'm okay but you helped me through this whole thing too saying that it should be listed as a drafting track oh for sure yeah. it's part of drafting because i'm like well i don't know what do we call it we'll call it drafting yeah it's about as close to gets thank you yeah so now while i've never done it Okay, so if we want to ask the, I don't know, 200 people that have ever drafted, we'll get their opinions. Or we can ask the 6 million people that watch, we'll get their opinions. <laughs> they, they look the same to you. They do. All right, there you have it. Right, uh, And then, then he goes on to the one-liners, which for the record, the one-liners are not supposed to be read verbatim. <laughs> These are notes. So hold on, hold I on. Have Russ, to can you, can once you pull them up and read a couple? Do you have them available? Sure. So, sure. so as Russ was pulling them up, I'm going to tell you. So here's the thing on the one-liners. I do agree with Dale that they are not written how you would read them. They are grammatically correct. And someone with a college education, a.k.a. the professor, would read them that way. Now, my dumbass and Dale Jr., zero chance we're reading them this way. Like, I know we don't use 100% correct English on the air. We try. And if my English professor that keeps emailing me about verse or verses, I know the correct use. I use it incorrectly only to fire you up. 
because uh, I appreciate the email every week. So go ahead, Professor. Yeah. So, for example, Ross Chastain, eight, Darling- eight starts at Darlington, best finish of third, September 2021. Crash battling for the lead with number five in May with seven laps to go. So that gives you a lot of information there. Real That's quick. just a footnote of information. So yep. I could just say, you know, man, he ran good here in the spring. He crashed with the five, like seven to go in that race. That's how I would use the one-liner. We're going to have to spend some time in the booth at Darlington talking about application of the information. Now, I will agree. <laughs> now, does hey, he Russ, read it right off your, the, the – I, I missed it. The deal you oh, read it right off the – Oh, he basically said – he's like, man, you cannot read the way they write this. Who would say it that way? And the answer was <laughs> no one because they weren't expected to be used that way. So we're going to have to talk about applique, but I am going to – so I agree with Dale. So this is where I'm kind of on the fence because Dale and I see a lot of things the same way. Uh, hey, Russ, turn your headphones. Uh, earmuffs. Earmuffs, Russ. So I do agree with Dale Jr. that the Racing Insights guys do do God's work. These guys bring uh-huh. more information than you could ever use. Um, I don't know if it deserved a T-shirt. Is that going to be your new business card? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a tagline on the website. Well, if you do God's work, let's see if uh, Racing Insights work at the uh, – Gambling situation. So first of all, you're on my you're in my crosshairs too. What? What got into your crawl this week? Jimmy Christmas. <laughs> and I quote, Yeah, man, it's gonna be a low week. Super speedway racing. We're not gonna put a big sheet out. We're not ah card's gonna be small. And then me and the professor are walking in Daytona, bing, phones ding, we look down, and professor's exact quote was Holy job. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> So now I'm going to give you credit that the winner values are way less. Top 10 yep. values are way less. So yep. you do. But then I looked at the bottom. You still had 60 units. Well, 10 of the last 11 weeks, we were plus plus in the uh, head-to-heads. And if I'm nothing but, you know, anything, I figure out if I'm on a hot streak, I'm going to roll it. This is, I'm telling you, boys, you should go to a casino with shop. Those what? dice start getting warm. Back up. Now, I can tell you, when I started to figure out my bed sheet when we're all done, and I go, loser, 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 the first four, I'm like, oh. And I stopped, honestly stopped, turned off my computer and said, I'll deal with it later. What this happened morning, you dealt with it later? This morning, I figured I better figure out where I ended up mm-hmm. at. And all of a sudden, it goes, winner, 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 loser, and then seven winners in a row. The head-to-head tool, again, 13.5 units up for the week, makes it 11 of the last 12. And it bailed out a non-winning, non-winner picking week to a plus again. So this ticket's a winner. We won a super speedway. That's good. Oh, that's a big swing. We well, got that, uh, oh, that is a considered a super speedway. Or a drafting it was a draft. Oh, this, track. Is, this is a for sure drafting track. Okay. Hey, yeah. it's not super speedway. You wanted a drafting track. Let's okay. be yes. honest. All right. Yes. Um, all right. We also have a new tool. We got a group predictor that's going to come out in a little bit. But let's jump right in. We're out of Daytona. Group predictor. Someone really? had this idea. Yep. yep. No kidding. Uh huh. Yep. That was just an easy little code fix, wasn't it? Apparently, it wasn't impossible. <laughs> Man, I thought I'll it was impossible, but it wasn't. That had to be just easy. That took like ten minutes, probably. Oh, I'm telling you, to whip that up. I'm telling you, it took longer for Professor to write the email than for the guy to code it. <laughs> That's exciting. I can't wait to see this. And I hope he didn't write the email the way he writes the one-liners. The guy wouldn't understand it. <laughs> Well, it, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, let's get right into Darlington because I actually think uh, I love this race, and I love this race for the predictor, and here's why. There is no bullshit. There is nothing, man. Line up, bring your best car toe-to-toe, and be fast. Every time the caution comes out, assuming we don't have a million of them, 
you're going to have to come and take tires. There's not a lot of strategy other than you may not take tires every yellow if we get a bunch because there is a tire limit. There's no place to hide. You're going to be good. Right, Professor, am I missing something? Like, this is Darlington, right? There's the reason the track, too tough to tame. Now, this car actually is a little more resilient. I know the toe link was a little weak last year. That's kind of behind Hardly, Hardly any of those this year. That's what I mean. So I I expect a lot of guys to run at the end of this race, which means it's heavy hitters of heavy hitters. So let's have it. Tier 1. Give me the Tier 1 drivers. Tier 1, Truex, two-time Darlington winner. Denny Hamlin, four-time Darlington winner. William Byron won there in the spring, and Kyle 1. Larson. 1.5. William Byron's a 1.5-time winner because Joey Logano took away his other win in the middle of three and four, so I'm listening. Yeah, and then and then Kyle Larson's never won there, but but super, super good there. Shockingly. All right, Tier 2. Christopher Bell, Harvick, who's won there a ton, um, Logano, Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain, Tyler Reddick, Brad Keselowski. Okay, we can't just skip right over this because Chop gave me the big head shake at Chase. Yeah, Chase is <laughs> Chase is done. He's looking for next year. Okay, no way, right, so no way. He was third there in May. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they won two races in the playoffs. So I will say this, and God, God, forgive me for bringing this up. The nine is in the owners' championship, so there is a split thing. And I and listen. This isn't going to lead to NBC broadcast, but just to counter your point, I understand what you're saying. But where the money gets paid is through the owner's championship. I don't know that to be fact, but that's what I'm told. I can't say that I know that for sure. It's not like I have the entry blank. I'm not an owner. But the 23 is not in the owner's championship. 2311 only has one car that they can win an owner's championship with, and that's Tyler Reddick. Hendrick Motorsports could win the owner's championship with the 9, the 24, or the 5. Is that right, Professor? How did I do studying my notes for this week? That's correct. Very good. So what? I do think that Chase is going to care a, a little because the guy that th- pays him cares. Yeah, that's what. I, uh, does that translate to the drivers? I mean, do you think? I they... think that after you've laid an egg and and missed it for your dro- for your owner, okay, you'd be like, you know, yeah, like like Rick knows they're trying. Right? Like oh, he's yeah. not mad about. It. I say lay an egg, but he, I mean, he's out with injury. There's all these things. A lot could be forgiven if you deliver a big check. Yeah. Do you think that the fact that now he's not having to press to try to get into the playoffs, they can race the race and not try to be strategic and make a a move? Does that help him? Not this team. I think I think I think this team is just going to keep trying to win a race. I mean, I I don't mean to be silly, but you've missed the playoffs. You just got to win a race. Like you got to win a race. You need to win a race. So I guess from my perspective, as a betting, just like we got off the Harvick train. Because yep. we we thought the story would be great and he would all that and it still could win right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think the same thing with Elliott is we thought okay he's going to definitely win and get in the playoffs. There was right. no doubt that he was going to do that, and then it just no doubt they never could us. put it together. Yeah, well that's true. But no, I hear you. I, I, I'm not a fade chase. I'm not a four chase. I'm yeah, not a avoid chase because I don't know what the. How about yeah. this? Everyone that's in the playoffs, I absolutely know what they're going to do. Right. So I think that's where I'm leaning more. All right, tier three, go through them because I have some question marks on tier three. Okay, Bubba. Ryan Blaney, Chris Busher, Kyle Busch, Ty Gibbs, Alex Bowman, Daniel Suarez. Okay, there's one name that doesn't look like the rest down here. How Kyle is Kyle Busch tier three? I knew he blew up under caution, whipping everyone's ass here last year. I, I understand that, but he's been 30th or worse in three of the last four races there. He only has two finishes of, of 
14th or better in the last seven races this season. Like, he's not running like Kyle Busch. I'm not saying he's going to, he can't go out here and win this weekend, but that just the numbers have not been good for him lately. And we're going to blast through the next tier. Do any of these drivers stand out? Stenhouse, Dinger, Jones, Dillon, Almarola, Sindrick, Briscoe, Priest, McDowell, Haley, Burton. Burton had a great run in the spring. Haley's run good there before. I got questions about both of them. LaJoy, Gilliland, Dillon, Ty Dillon, Newman, Yaley, uh, McLeod, and Josevar was super fast to St. Louis until he blew up or broke brakes or whatever happened to him. So let's talk about Burton and Haley. Let's, let's, let's take a minute. We don't ever talk about a couple long shots. Burton was like top 10 in the spring, one of his only top 10s. Yeah. Just because I know the book. We don't have to look at the odds. I know Burton's going to be way down. He was sixth so. in the spring. Sixth in the spring. Now, he has a new crew chief this week. They had a crew chief swap. That hmm. sometimes puts a little juice in a company. How about Justin Haley? Didn't he run good there, or did I dream that? Wasn't he third? Maybe that was last spring. Um, he was spring. He was third last spring and eighth in the wow. this spring. So two in a row. So that's two in a row. Yeah. Man, okay. I used to think I was getting old and my memory was going, but I remember those right off the top of my head. I'm pretty proud of that. It was those one-liners. Uh, you know, it might have been. It was I the one-liners. Them. I study them. <laughs> Um, man, I don't. I got one more guy I want to talk about. Ross Chastain. Why do I think he always wrecks here? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I have to come back to that. Um, Justin Haley's one liner is two top tens in the last three races at Darlington. Finished eighth in in May. So, so you read the one liners. I'm impressed. Oh, and you're trying to call it your memory too. That's what's. Actually, yeah. I haven't read the one liners, but oh, it was memory. I think. Yeah, it really was memory. Wow. Hey, professor, what's the chance I've read your one liners yet? <laughs> I'd like to say it's more than zero, but it's definitely zero. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to leave here today and go to the media day, though, and spend all day with the 16 playoff drivers. So I'll have info. Um, all right, let's talk. So Haley has better than I, th- you know, I didn't know he had two back-to-back top tens. Um, well, it's, it's two of the last three. Well, okay, so 66% yep. for a guy that is getting plus 850 for a top 10. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to, but if you go by the numbers, he's done it twice. Uh, Chop loves these top 10 bets, too. I'm out. <laughs> That's you were last week. Then you put three on the board. Well, I had to get that J.J. Yaley bet in there. <laughs> Thanks for that. I bet J.J. Yaley. Really? <laughs> that was solely on you. Hey, it was, but what happened on Tuesday? Oh, he took me right to the window. Oh, right to the window. We had a little golf situation, a little golf tourney, and a big mouth who has a podcast on the Dirty Mo Network, and it's not Dale Jr., and it's not Door Bumper Clear. I'll let you figure out who's left. Said there's no way that I could shoot. I wasn't on the Zoom. He went on a rant. He was five minutes how how bad you are, and there's no way you could shoot 85. 85. Couldn't shoot 85. Not only... In the GGT. He says you play good yeah, yeah, otherwise, right, right. but you can't handle the heat when it comes to the GGT. Right. That's what he says. So then he makes a wager, whittles it down to 83 and a half to Chopper. Yeah, I took. I said, okay, bet. And, bet. He said, and then he kind of backed. Someone said, oh, well, you know, he's been playing better. Next, he, he backed it down a little bit. I said, bet. Yeah. What did I shoot? 76. Boom. 
All right, well, let's talk about winners. Truex, Larson, Byron, Hamlin, they're the four favorites. The predictor has them, five to ones and eight to one. The question is, the is it worth the squeeze? Is the juice worth the squeeze? That's the question. Maybe a little. I don't know. This this track is it's the winners are going to win, right? The top winners track, are going to win. It's a monster. This track. isn't no. There isn't no fluke winner. There was here. a couple winners that were a little unexpected when it was a repave, but it's back to old Darlington with the. With the uh, read the winners, Professor. Give me the last four winners in the next gen era. Or last three. The last three. Yeah. So Byron won in the spring. Byron Madonna won last spring. Who won last fall? Eric Jones. Ooh. Ooh, for his second time. We're gonna get yeah, to Jones. That's the second time. Then Hamlin, Truex, Harvick, Hamlin, Harvick, Jones, Kozlowski, Hamlin, Truex. Edwards, Harvick, Jones on the predictor. The Jones is twenty-eight to one to win the race. He's twenty-first on the predictor. I think if you don't have a, I mean, can the guy win back to back? I, he was running just better last year. I agree. I agree. I think he's fallen off. Um, but there you go. So yeah, so it's Truex, Larson, Byron, Hamlin. I mean, those are the monsters. They're, I mean, they're going to be right up there. I mean, if you have an emotional tie to Harvick, maybe. But like, I'll be honest, this is a week. That I wait to practice. Um, we got the twenty minute practice. Yeah, twenty minute practice, and you're gonna know in the first. You're gonna know. You're gonna be ooh, that guy's as good as I yeah. thought he was gonna be. And there's nothing there exciting enough to bet pre-practice. No. The only thing I would say, if you're gonna take something pre-practice, it would be a Jones maybe pre-practice. Logano eight to eighteen to one. Is that disrespectful for Logano? Well, they've kind of struggled recently. They have. What about the Keselowski, 16 to 1? He was fourth there in the spring. They've just been so good. They have been so good. So that might be a pre-practice bet. How much is it going to drop, though? 12, 11. I have a wait and see. Yeah, All right, let's move on. Let's get right to our tools that we love. We're going to move right over to matchups. Is that fair? Do we have to talk top tens, or are you really avoiding them? I, really, there will not be a top ten on my sheet this week. All right. If the listener would like to put a top ten, my top ten long shot would be Haley at 850. Um, Hosevar, man, he's in the 42, right? I can't do it. Ricky at 350? What's Ricky's numbers there? Not Not good. Now, his man, Tad, this morning on, on the way in, I was listening. He yeah. said he runs good there. I don't know what. Oh, he thought the sponsors were listening. Oh, there you go. Now the professor has a real uh, numbers. When you <laughs> okay. say not give me the last three finishes at Darlington. Was that that's not on the one-liners. Ten. That's on our matrix. It's also on our crib sheet. <laughs> He's got one top ten there. Okay. It, it did come in last spring, so it was in this, this current car. but No, last spring All the right. car was new. All right, let's get the matchups. Now he did run top ten, like he was. He ran a lot of the race in the top ten in the spring too. Finished thirteenth. Top ten in both stages. Plus three fifty. Started third. Maybe I'm not doing top. Top tens are out. Top tens are out. Let's go to matchups. We love the matchups. Matchup tool. Chop says that's where we hammer it all. Let's let's not go away from this. Yep. Larson and Truex, which is completely poorly misspelled on this sheet. I'm going to blame Travis. Again with Turex. That guy's been showed up twice this year. Turex. Turex. Chop, I don't want to hear about spellings from you. Steve, I think, can give me some. <laughs> I don't get paid for this. All right. Larson and Truex. Can we just say that's an avoid? I mean, Larson at even money is the bet because this is a coin flip. 
It, it's Larson, but not not a hammer. Not a hammer. So if you like it, take Larson because he's plus money. I'm really just betting the juice there. Byron Hamlin, that is impossible to pick. Avoid. Impossible to pick. Avoid. Uh, that's that's a winning bet. One of those guys is going to have to win. Before I took him in a match, I mean, you're talking about a win. Yeah. Uh, Bush Bell. You don't like you don't like Bush. The predictor would say Bell over Bush by a mile. Yeah, it's real close. All right, we're gonna listen. We we gonna stick with our system. It's if you if you look by tracks, it's it's Bush. But when you go like recently, it's it's Bell. So I think Bush is getting ready to get better. I think when you're has been in the sport as long as Bush has, you know that man. All I gotta do is get in the playoffs, and now he's here. I think he's gonna have a little more juice in his step when he gets to Darlington. Now I say that, but. Bell was like the playoff master in the second half of the playoffs last year. That's what I was thinking. Chastain versus Reddick. Why do I think Reddick's going to be faster but hit something? Or or have a bad pit stop. Oh, or two. point. Or two. How's the pit road there? Very important, very long, and small boxes. They can't get it right. Reddick at plus money. Chop says he can't bet on the 23-11 pit crew. Well, it's Reddick by the numbers. A lot. How much? Like track finishes, it's it's like five to one. All right, I'll bet it. Reddick, I'm plus money too. So that's a that's a yeah. take for sure. Yep. Uh, Elliot Kozlowski. So just to be clear, fifteen races ago, they couldn't even have put that matchup on the board. <laughs> right. Right. Like pre Elliot's broken leg, there's no chance Elliot Kozlowski would be matched up. And now, dare I say, Chase Elliott, per the sports book, is the dog. And they're right. Did we ever yeah. think this day was coming? No, I sure didn't. Wow. I, like I told you, I'm avoiding Chase Elliott because I don't know what to, what to think. When you say they're right, what's the matchup say? Um, it's, it, it's pretty green for Brad Keselowski. Hmm. Four to Brad, two. We we're, believe, we're, maybe. And we're using Charlotte, Homestead, and Darlington to compare each other. Just yeah, that's a tire code combination. That's why I picked those races. That's where you run this tire. There's really not a whole lot of places like Darlington. Charlotte actually is a lot like Darlington, even though you wouldn't believe it. But the vertical loading and what you try to do at the track is reasonably similar. Um, three and four of Darlington. One and two is just a driver's corner. Let me go ahead and tell you. You rip it down in the top of one and two. You get it up to the fence. You get back to wide open across the wall and then get off the gas and try to turn down through this hole. I mean, it is an absolute – you guess – look at the predictor. It's a driver's track. Yeah. Like, you just – like, you just going to be a driver. I think that's why we're all shocked Larson hasn't won there because, you know, it's kind of a low grip, slip and slide, like a mm -hmm. dirt-esque type thing. Mm -hmm. um, so if, let's go well, stick with the RFK. You said Kez over Elliott. How about Bush reverse Harvick? Well, recently it's, it's Busher over Harvick, but the, the tracks are favor Harvick. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not on the Harvick train, but I'm not ready to bet against him yet. But I, I'm on the Busher train. That's not a bad train to be on. I mean, he's he's been rolling. Three yeah. different wins at three completely different racetracks. Yeah, I, him and Kez both. I think I like those both those bets, just on the numbers. Harvick was runner-up here in the spring, remember? Yeah, but that was the spring. Okay. All right, Blaney Logano, please. Look, it's got to be Logano. It is. We skip right over the two big wrecks. 
I mean, Priest's wreck was was um, just violent. You don't even get that in a video game. I mean, that yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that thing was is just nuts. so violent. Um, and and Blaney's wreck, that we shouldn't take that one for granted, you know, because I know Priest's is a jaw dropping, spectacular, tumbling fashion. But I'm going to tell you that hit Blaney took. We'd, well, you could tell when he got out of the car and he just kind of, I mean, you see he was still spinning. That is, you know, um, I'm not sure there's a worse way to hit. Like, I mean, you're talking, <laughs> it is violent. Um, so I think it's Logano over Blaney for the head. Gibbs it's Jones. Close, this is, huh? It's close. All right, how about Gibbs Jones? Gibbs. Although Gibbs lost his pit crew. Yeah. Where'd it go? <laughs> Went to Bell. Hmm. Bell has his pit crew. That's why Bell. That was the best. There was the best crew at JGR, right? Oh yeah, yeah. By the numbers, right, Professor? Um, it it was a uh, top three crew. Best at JGR though. Yes. By a smidge over Hamlin. All right, let's get this baby moving. Hamlin, Harvick, Hamlin, minus one forty. But the numbers are going to say Hamlin. You don't have to look them up, right? Let's find some worth talking about. Busher Reddick, Busher Elliott, Truex. Okay, Busher Elliott is even money on a matchup down here. That's Busher. I mean, come on. How about I like the Jones Gibbs bet? Jones. You like Jones over Gibbs. Yeah. What would the numbers say, Professor? The numbers say it's Ty Gibbs. I would have agreed. Uh, yeah. I just feel like my man has lost his. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You're not wrong. It's a little swagger situation. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. There's not a matchup over here I think we need to run. I do use, so you like, let's talk about the juice. You like Ty Gibbs over Jones by the numbers, Professor, and you like Jones over Gibbs. That's just a gut. But I, honestly, I. You go when off it the predictor. To, when it comes to the head to head. So tool, let's be honest. He's I don't not t- taking, if you're the listener, don't listen to his gut because he's not going to. Right. He's going to tap the little tool. Tool's going to go green. He's going to yeah. go Gibbs. Beep, and just move on. That's it? Yeah. Listen, let's not mess up the system we got. Scroll it down there, my man. What else we got for other matchups down here? Because this has got a big stack. Uh, Elliot and Busher, the number is going to be all Busher. It's, it's, not, it's not all Busher, but it's Busher on the tracks. All right, let's get right to our new group bets. We're so excited about a new tool, we can't help ourselves. Tell us about this tool. And, yeah, and come on, ha- Professor. About the 15 minutes it took to build it. So, so I, if everybody remembers back to last week that Ch- Chopper said, we need some kind of head-to-head-to-head-to-head tool to do these group bets. It can't be that hard. Like, all you have to do is, is uh, how tough could it be? It's just a little piece of code, right? <laughs> That's so, what I remember. So my man Chad is a big fan, and he listens, and he um, rolled his eyes, and but he produced. I'll say. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. We, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. I'll send you a little cut of the winnings this week. <laughs> 
If he does it right, he should get one of those God's Work T-shirts, but probably the professionally <laughs> printed one. <laughs> all right, let's let's skip Group A. We're not going to do a Truex, Larson, Byron, Hamlin, right? Can we all agree we're not going to do? Well, the let's a do group? the tool and see. Let's see all right, let's works. see it, Professor. Truex, Larson, Byron, Hamlin. What does the tool say? Okay, hold on. It's a new tool, so I'm still still working uh, through it here. What's the uh, What's hey, coming out of that? Don't get confused. Don't get. I guess the question is how how is it going to list itself out so we know what we had this discussion this week. So I want to see what they ended up with. Okay. So so the way way we work it is it's it's head to head of all the races all these four guys are in together. Okay. So then it takes just the the best finish of all four of them, and then so we break it down by career, track, season, and then track type. And we okay, so you. let's put those four drivers in. Yeah. And follow me. It's going to tell us in their career, those four drivers have been in the same race X amount of times. Yep. 98 times. You, well, how many? Well, I, do you want it career or do you want it broken down? I can do what it any kind of timeline. What are my options? Any, any timeline, time frame. Can I do next gen era? Can I do yeah. Darlington? What do you want to do? Let's do next-gen era and Darlington. Next-gen era. Okay, so they've been together in the same race together 62 times, 26 times this year, three times at the track. All right, so let's talk about in the 62 next-gen races, give me a score for Truex, Larson, Byron, Hamlin. So it would be Denny first, then Byron. How many out of 62? 17. It's very close. It's 17, 16, 15, 14. There you go. So that's okay. what you know. In the 62 races in the next-gen car, these four guys have all been in the race. I'm calling that a wash. 17, 16, yeah, 15, 14, I, a wash. See, I think it has to be – you have to look at just the track or at least track type. So we have that. So now what do you have? Just at Darlington. So just at Darlington, it's going to be between William Byron and Denny Hamlin. They're both – so I, I also break it down. I'm able to tell you, like, how many times they were the second-best guy. So, so at Darlington, there's three races – in the three races, Denny has two. Denny has one, but finished second twice. And Byron's got two first place against them and one second. So, so, so basically, Truex and Larson have never, at Darlington, of these four guys, been the first or second best of the group. Never. They're third and fourth every time. Yeah. There's a good way to look at it, right? The, so, yeah. So, that, I mean, this, this is great because then you got the two highest odds guys, Byron at 310, Hamlin at 310, as the better at this track of those four. If you look at the three races, Byron and Hamlin have split all three winning group A's. Does it, what, what, what you're looking at there, I mean, will it show me, um, I guess, what, what's the output of this? How can I? It is in uh, the same sort of thing as you, the head to head tool. Yep. It looks like the head to head tool with categories. Okay. So let's look at the year. 26 times this season. What's the score? William Byron's nine. The, the surprising thing to me is Larson is only three times. Yeah, so Larson's an interesting guy, right? Because you remember him because he's so fast and he can win. But they have a hard time running second to 12th, right? Like, right. They, they kind of all in or all out. So it, so it seems to me that we're going to want to you know, use this tool – you know, so the question is, you want to use this this tool and figure it out. So the question then is, if the numbers say Byron and Hamlin at plus three ten, do you take one or both in the group 
or do you just worry about them winning? Because this is a winning group. Yeah, it's probably a winning group, but just because this is the group A, right? I agree, but, but I like – so now we have a good explanation of the tools. So now I'll go down to groups that I think we are more apt to bet. Um, group B instantly jumps out at me. But you're, you're good with the tool now and how we're looking I love at that. It. Yep, I understand it. And now we can change the categories as we go. Uh, but Chad said it wasn't 15 minutes of code. He had to give I him know. a little I'm bit. sure it's yeah. a lot. I, mean, I can't even imagine how difficult that would be. But does it – it would be nice if they – if you got a number, right? If you took all of the result. Now, here, I'm, here's another thing for Chad. Right? Well, here's the all, problem. The reason – he asked me that. I didn't want an abstract So if number. you had a 4, 3, 2, 1, like if you got Rank. first, you were 1. Right. And then you – you know. See, the reason I don't want a number is because I want to be able to analyze the information and weight it. Like, because I, you know, the season might be more important, or once we get trap okay. type, we could do. So let's do Group B. So Bush, Ch Chastain, Bell, Reddick. So Chad did want to do the number. That was his his that idea. That way, Chad. So, you yeah. and I think See, I don't like, like the number because well, I'm you're like, both I don't from Ohio. So How the hell do you know? Both, both, both Ohio. No, he's not putting a number. He's just saying if Hamlin gets first, he gets one point, or maybe it's reverse order. He gets four points, three points, two points, one point. Right. And then he told yeah. if you take give me the three races at Darlington. Yeah. Who's got the most points? Yeah. No, I hear you. And that would be. In this case, it would be Hamlin because he's got a first and two seconds. So he'd have four. He'd have ten points. Larson yeah, would have four or five points. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Right? No, I get it. I get okay. it. All right. I don't trust these guys enough. I want to know the data. I, I kind of like them. the one-liners. I want to see. I want to see all this stuff myself. <laughs> don't write it for me. So all right. So, so you get Bush, Chastain, Bell, Reddick. Yes. All right. Let me have it. Darlington, so it, three races. It comes up it, at this track at Darlington. Reddick is your favorite. So how many times has he won the group? Two of the three. And the other time he was second? Um, no. Who else won it? Kyle Busch. Okay, so Chastain is 0-4 and Bell is 0-4. No, so, but, but Bell has been second all three times. That's and why I wants, didn't want to see the score. Because Bell has been second all three times. So yeah. he's never won it, but he's always there. I get that. But under so that, Reddick would have 10 points, and Bell would have seven or eight points, right? Something close. Yeah. You say, okay. Probably nine seconds would be worth three yeah. points. All right. So what does it take you to go back for the last next gen era and recalculate all the groups? <laughs> well, no, that's what we're getting ready to do. So now that you have this group up, it's Reddick at Darlington. What is it for the 26 weeks of the year? Um, Kyle Busch is the leader at nine times of the 26. I believe that. I believe that. And then Reddick and Ross both have Scroll six and Bell five. I, I don't have it here. Yeah, so let's go down to a group. Like, I wouldn't like that group either. Harvick, Busher, Blaney, Elliott. But before we talk about the tool, I mean, Busher has the hottest hand here, and Harvick ran second in the spring. Um, we don't love Elliott, and Blaney is the, is the dog. The next group, and I'm just talking through these, Jones, Bubba, Gibbs, or Suarez. Like, Jones has won here before, so he's definitely have won the group once. Uh, Bubba runs better than I thought, Gibbs and Suarez. Like, I actually, you know, I mean, that's where the question of these groups' bets are going to come in. Mm -hmm. Like, Group G is going to be a real interesting one. Reddick, Keselowski, Elliott, Logano. Here we go. This is a good one. Reddick, Keselowski, Elliott, Logano. I'm going to say that Logano leads this group by a bunch, and he's the long shot. And you're 
not exactly right. He These has one or two wins. He's got one, but so so does Chase, and so does Reddick. Like so, hmm. so sometimes though, maybe the group tool is just to tell us what to avoid. Like it's okay if there's no standout. Well, if you've got four guys and you can throw two out, yeah, yeah, now yeah, you got yeah. head to now head. Feeling better, head to head at plus three ten. Yeah, it's a lot really better what than you're saying on the A bet up there. You're like, hey man, those other two guys. Then have you never... go to the head to head tool. What's that? Then you go to the head to head tool. And you yep. run that. That'll let you whittle it right down. I'm telling you, man, we're just whittling. We're just a whittling. All right, so shall we? Is there any more groups you want to talk about, Chop? What do? You, where do you want to stop? You're the better on this. Let's talk about it. Truex, Larson, Byron, Hamlin. We already did it. Chastain, Bush, Bell, Harvick, mm-hmm. uh, Reddick, Kozlowski, Elliott, Logano. Keep going. Jones, Gibbs, Bubba, Bowman. There's an interesting one. Man, is Bowman really that bad at Darlington? Where's the predictor got him? Predictor is got good. him 17th. Well, so here's a good one. All right, let's talk about this. So Group H, the predictor, has Ty Gibbs, 16th, yep. Bowman, 17th, Bubba, 12th. Jones, 21. Jones, 21. So the predictor would say Bubba. Yep. The I head-to-head say tool says? The, it says Eric Jones. How many of the three times at Darlington? Twice. He's won twice. Yeah, but not well, this car. Well, so, so the problem here we have is that Bowman missed Darlington in the spring, uh, and Ty Gibbs missed the spring last year. So we have one race where they're all together. So like you can't. I like it. Like so the data is no good. It's okay to say the data is no good. We can't make some stuff up. No, here. the data is good. That there's, there's not enough data. data. I think it. Well, then you'd have to go. You'd have to put the track type. Yeah, that's the next. Yeah. That's the next iteration. We're getting there. Oh, we're gonna have that next week. Oh, track type that's on it. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. No, I was a. That was a failure to communicate on the professor side. It was like the one-liners. Gotcha. Remember the email that looked like the one-liners? That's where we lost track type. <laughs> Back to Dale Junior's point. There's good information, but you definitely don't want to read it verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I started this pod by bicking on Dale, but I'm coming coming back his way. The more we talk. <laughs> Pretty soon, I'll have Atlanta out of the drafting group. <laughs> <laughs> Click that oh. Xfinity sheet. We got Xfinity. Big names, big names in Xfinity. That's why we're going to talk about it. Larson, Hamlin, Bush. You're not sleeping on them. Those three are in it. Um, Larson is driving the Hendrick Entry 17 car. Correct. Hamlin, the only Xfinity race he ever seems to run is Darlington lately. He's run it 14 times. He's won six of them. I'm not taking credit. I asked a professor earlier. That's his stat. Bush and he's in that 19 car, just so we're on the same. And he's in the 19 car, which has won this year twice. Bush is in the 10. And Chastain's way down, but he's driving that other. What is it? The 92, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna pick on him, but I don't think they have the speed. Um. Now Larson won in this in the car that Kyle's driving in the spring. So you catch that? Kyle Larson won in the colleague entry Kyle Bush driven car this year. Mm. Xfinity rules don't ever change. So my point is they could bring the same car, same spring, same shock, same everything that Kyle Larson won with in the spring, except for now it's going to be a different Kyle behind the wheel. You know, and I'm not saying that's a downgrade by any means. I mean, let's think about it. We've gone from Larson to Bush. So I actually think the best value bet on the board is Bush at five fifty. 
I mean, Larson at 190 and Hamlin at 225, even though they're both going to be great. I mean, you're going to get Kyle Busch and Xfinity Field at 550? I mean, I think he has to beat Larson and Hamlin. What about right, top three for Kyle Busch? It's a plus money. Absolutely. If he just finishes, he's going to be top three. Totally. I'd rather have him in the win, though. I like both of those. Now, the Hamlin-Larson conversation, I go over to the DraftKings matchup where Hamlin's plus money against Larson. I think this is a coin flip. I'll take yeah. a plus money. Yeah, sure. Take a plus money against Larson. I take a plus money against Larson in the Cup Series. You can't get him, right? Like, like mm-hmm. you would take either of these guys plus money. If I said right now, take one of these drivers, I'll give you a plus one fifteen every race next year. I would take whichever driver you want to give me plus one fifteen. Right now, this year you'd won money on Hamlin because Larson has a hard time to finish. But speed wise, it's oh, yeah. fair to say they're going to both be really good. Definitely a coin flip, right? Right, definitely a coin flip. Um, Bush Allgaier minus one fifteen for Bush over Allgaier. Allgaier does run good here, but I still, I mean, Kyle Busch is dang good, man. Let's let's just be honest. Um, he's won over a hundred, right? Xfinity races. Yes, and there's a over big 100. streak on the line too. Like, what's the streak? Um, of him winning like in a season. He hasn't won this season. It's his last chance to win. He's only gone. So like, you know one thing that hasn't changed on Dirty Mode though. If you want the good nugget, you got to wait to the end. You gotta wait all the way to the end. I mean, you gotta grind that, through the, all the bullshit and the new tools. Where's the T-shirt for that? Oh, I know. No, well, he didn't give us the nugget because he was celebrating his T-shirt. <laughs> well, for sure, then damn Kyle Busch is gonna I, like. Yeah, he wants to win. All right, well, he's, he's got to run a lot less races this year than he, he can has. only run five. Yeah, yeah. So this is the last he's allowed to run. So it's either here or he can't do it. Interesting. Why would he run with Larson and Hamlin in the same race? If that was his motivation. So I think a lot of guys like this race because the cars are so different. Um, first of all, it's a really, really short race, like as a dang, almost a sprint. Um, I think that they think even if they – so here's the thing. If he gets in that 10 car and it's not set up great at Michigan, he can only drive it so fast. Mm. Where at Darlington, I think that, that I think the driver can, off, can overcome. Like That's why – no offense to those other guys on that Xfinity list. But those three, there's two cup champs and a guy that has everything but a championship in the Sunday series. So I think it's a slap in their face to think that they're not going to outrun all the Xfinity guys. Like yeah. It's just it's going to happen. Yep. Especially if there's going to be a big wreck fest at the end or something. We're going to come back to our picks. We're going to give you the five bets to watch, but another sport kicks off. What's you ready? that? Football, and I can't wait. The handcuffs are off. I can't. Wager on NASCAR. Don't even talk about week zero over there. The producer wants me to talk about football's happened because we've had a week zero. This is the one that mat- matters. This is the real matchup start. College football's right now. Producer, he wants to get involved. Don't listen to him. Guys, Dirty Mo Live. You're coming to Bristol, right? I'll be at Bristol. Well, guess what? There's going to be another one. Not at the racetrack, but at a racetrack venue. Dirty Mo Live. Dale Jr. and friends are headed to Las Vegas. Dale, Mike, and the guys from Door Bumper Clear are heading all the way to Las Vegas. The show will be Friday, October 13th. Why Friday the 13th, they think, is a good date. The place could, anything could happen. It's going to be amazing. It's at the Westgate, Las Vegas Resort and Casino. To get your tickets, visit DirtyMoMedia.com slash live. The VVIP package are almost sold out. Not sure what the double V is, but the VVIP packages are almost sold out already, so don't wait. All right, college football is here. So for that reason, we're going to bring a college football expert um, and see what he has to say because we're just fans. Joining us now is the host of You Better, You Bet and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Nick 
Let me see if I get it right. Costos. I feel like I did that pretty good, even though producer Trav was no help. Nick, uh, welcome to the show. You host You Better You Bet. It's live from 3 to 7 uh, every day of the week, Monday through Friday. That's a grind, man, every day of the week on Twitch, YouTube, um, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcast. Welcome on, my man. Uh, great to be on with you guys. Just wait till uh, next week. It's going to be like six and a half days a week. And uh, yeah, sorry for that mouthful that like my company gave you a tap to say there. But uh, great to be on with you guys. How's hey, it going? listen, man. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm married to a lawyer. I read all the fine print because that's what I've been told to do. So listen, we handicap the racing, um, and we're degenerates. I can't bet on racing. The professor can't bet. Now the chop can bet, does bet. But now that we're moving into your wheelhouse, the football world, specifically college football world. Um, my sheet's already full. Let's start. Before we talk about week one, let's talk about the disaster bets I perhaps have already put in. Um, let's talk about, listen, the most popular thing that I'm on right now, I think Chop's there too. We're over on Colorado. We're on the Dion train, right? Love it. Yep. Just as a fan. Like, we Me have too. zero facts. Zero. This is purely a fan-based pick at over four and a half. I'm trying to measure your face. Is that like, was he? did you get a little queasy at four and a half? Like, what do you think? Well, I mean, it's a... Honestly, like the bet can win. It's a, it's a terrible bet because the number is like a full win lower now at three and a half. But uh, if I had to bet Colorado three and a half, I, I'd bet the over also. I think, you know, the thing with Colorado is that like, every, the market expects them to be bad. So when people are betting under, it's like, oh, well, you know, Dion stinks and they've turned over the roster. It's like, okay, great. Yeah, the win total is also three and a half. It's like close to being three. So yeah, like that's what the betting market expects here. So it's can Colorado exceed expectations? Like, Deion's son is awesome. Like, he's really good. The quarterback, Jadur Sanders, is excellent. And by the way, like, both coordinators are great. I think people are expecting Deion to be like Bill Belichick on the sidelines. He's like, he's going to be like the CEO of this program. The offensive coordinator is a former, literally left being the head coach at Kent State to run the offense at Colorado. The defensive coordinator has won national championships before. I like the coaching staff. I like Deion. Uh, I'd go over on Colorado, and I actually bet them to cover this week against TCU. I'm on them this week, and I'm doubling my bet at over three and a half. Is there anything you didn't like? That's a <coughs> right in our wheelhouse there. <laughs> that is. He's going right along with us. Love, Nick. A terrible bet. I said, well, we are definitely in the right that's spot. A, that's where so we we're start, gonna double usually. double down with an extra game <laughs> in the bank. All right, Listen, let's bet can't win. It doesn't mean the bet can't win. That's, that's exactly right. right. All right, let's talk this week. Um, let's start with the big spread. I love a big spread game. So my signature move is I love a big favorite coming out slow. I've made my living off second half spreads right when Alabama trips out of the box so let's go USC Nevada that's a monster spread it's like 38 or 38 and a half points where are you on this game surely USC is going to put a huge number up yeah well that of, of that there can be no question right Nevada secondary is brutal I mean we we watch the USC San Jose State game right like like what act of God would have to happen for Caleb Williams not to be the number one pick in the NFL draft? Like the the arm strength is absolutely ridiculous. Zachariah Branch, by the way, like their their new wide receiver, like he could win the Bolitnikoff this year, and I think like no one's kind of talking about him for that. There are some sports books that aren't even listing him right now. Like he needs to be listed in that market. And I think the talk guys coming out of the San Jose State, uh, San Jose State game in Week Zero is well, this USC defense stinks. Like typical USC, typical Lincoln Riley. And now I think people might be into betting Nevada in this game. Yeah, okay. Nevada secondary is brutal. USC is going to score a billion points in this game. I, I USC could hit the over by itself in this game. I think they could score like 70 points legitimately here. I'd lay it with the Trojans, and I think you could back that bet up with the over. I think you you need like maybe a couple Nevada scores like to get this over. Maybe not even. So I, I'll lay it with USC, and I'll take the over, and we'll kind of fade the public sentiment, right, of, well, USC's defense stinks. Well, it's like, who cares? You have the number one pick at quarterback. They're, they're going to score a ton. I'd rather lose money than bet the under. 
Yeah, especially in that game. Think how brutal that would be to watch. That's like walking. That's like betting on Mac action to bet the under. If you're watching on a Tuesday or Wednesday night looking for no scores, me and you are watching games together. Like we we are gonna have a hard time consuming football. Uh, well, let's let's go from West Coast to East Coast. LSU, Florida. Uh, why we're thinking about it? Crazy storm came through Florida, kind of that area. The whole um, Big Bend or whatever they call it, the Tallahassee area. We hope everybody's okay. But assuming this game rolls off, rolls off on time, LSU, Florida, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so this is a neutral site game, obviously going to be played um, in Orlando. Rematch of the, the, the great game that these two teams played last year at uh, this time, uh, which was won by Florida State in kind of like epic and, and ridiculous, like perfect college football fashion, like a really great college football game. Uh, I, I laid LSU here. I laid the two and a half with LSU. Like just from a number perspective, like I kind of think the right number in this game is at least three and people a lot smarter than me that handicap college football kind of agree. Just like the numbers, like a little short here, maybe it'll get bet up as we approach kickoff. So I, I think LSU at anything below a field goal, I think is a valuable bet. And just in terms of like Florida State, you know, Florida State won 10 games last year and the expectation for them is just to roll out of bed and kind of do it again. And and I understand there's a lot of hype around the Seminoles and Jordan Travis is like a, a, a chic Heisman candidate. I don't see it for Florida State this year. You know, if, if Florida State um, wins 10 games this year, they will be defying what we've basically seen for the last like 15, 20 years of this program. And I know that included a national championship with Jameis Winston, but by and large, this has not been a 10-win program for a really long time. So for me, if I don't think Florida State's going to reach 10 wins this year, and I don't, um, and I love their season win total under for that reason, then I think they have to trip up in this game and lose to Jaden Daniels, Brian Kelly, and LSU. So I'll lay the two and a half with the Tigers. Uh, so listen, I love a good teaser. It sounds like if you like LSU with minus two and a half, you would love it dumped into a teaser where I could flip it all the way past zero. Do you like taking a teaser past zero? I know some better oh. hate that. No, no. I mean, like, I'm actually like, I, I am contractually obligated, and I think I may have like invisible like electrodes in me. Where if I recommend teasing through zero, I think I have like I actually get like electrically shocked. Absolutely, <laughs> please do not do that. It's That's the difference between a degenerate gambler yeah. and a guy that actually that knows what he's doing. Yeah, like <laughs> you can't listen. You can't tease a racing, so we don't have to work on that. And don't like like. The, the totals in college football, and not like, like this game is not necessarily an example of that. The totals are so high and games are so volatile. Like, like tease in the NFL when you have an idea later in the season of like when you know, like this is actually what the team is. Early in the season, we don't know what these teams are. So I, I, I would recommend against it, even though it might not be the most fun thing to Listen, say. but I couldn't agree with you more. Like, I almost think when you go to the books and they'll give you like whatever it is in the NBA, MLB, and then football, there should be like a football and a college football. Like, you know, because you get the same amount of points in both, right? So say you do like, what is it, like seven points on a three-way teaser or six and a half, whatever you choose. That should be like ten and a half in college, right? Because seven points in the NFL is nowhere near the same as seven points in most college matchups. And if, like, you are going to tease, like, just make sure, like, you're capturing key numbers. That's why, like, teasing LSU through zero, like, you're, like, you're not really capturing much. Like, you'd want to tease, if you were going to tease, which, like, you sh I would not recommend, you don't, you'd want to tease Florida State, so you capture three and seven, the two most key numbers, right, in football. So, like, if Florida State loses by three, you win. They lose by seven, you win. Well, let's uh, talk I, about key numbers then, because when I look at this game, Boise State and Washington, it sits on a key number, right, minus 14 and a half, um... Man, I have lost a lot of money because of a half a point. Uh, so where where do you stand <laughs> on this line? Yeah, so for me, uh, I'm going to make a bet that's not currently listed. Um, it will be um, on game day. Uh, the one thing I feel really confident in is Washington scoring a ton of points in this game against Boise State. A tailing green Boise State's quarterback could take advantage of what 
profiles right now to be kind of like a suspect Washington secondary. So maybe Boise scores enough to like backdoor this game. Maybe Boise scores enough to get this game over the total. But I'm I'm not sure about that. What I, I'm definitely sure about is that Michael Penix Jr., who's like in like his ninth year of eligibility. He's been in college like longer than Van Wilder. But he's a great college quarterback and like one of like the top choices to win the Heisman. I'm confident that Washington puts up a big number in this game. So when this gets listed like closer to kickoff, like it'll be posted on game day, I'll take the Washington team total over. I think Washington tops 40 points in this game. So again, that's not listed right now because we're still a couple days out. But once that's listed, Washington team total over will make my card. All right, this is our man Nick from You Better You Bet. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can hit me up on social media at the Costa. T-H-E-K-O-S-T. All right, that's good stuff. Listen, I'm a subscriber. I'm going to be listening. And if you feel a lot of weight pulling you down, that's me and my man Chop on your tail because we're going to tail all your picks this week. So uh, Trav's going to know. You'll get a you'll get a really uh, sternly worded text from our producer if we lose money because we're going to be on him uh, like like, uh, like he sounds feeling. good. It'll be you guys and my bookie texting me if things go poorly. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, Good thing that's over. NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sportsbook betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on an NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use code DOUGH, D-O-U-G-H, to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code DOUGH, D-O-U-G-H, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For state-specific disclaimers, check the show notes. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. See DKNG.com slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, let's give you five bets to watch brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. I'm going to start with the first race of the weekend. We'll start on Xfinity on Saturday. Monster names in the field. Larson, Hamlin, Bush, and our bet to watch is a matchup. Hamlin versus Larson. Hamlin plus money. you got to love that. Love Hamlin plus money on, a, on this track especially. Plus 115. Larson's good, but taking the plus. I'll take a second bet on that as well, and I think Bush to win at plus 550, trying to keep his Xfinity win streak alive, winning uh, near each and every year. What's the streak, Professor? Uh, he's won every year he's competed except twice. Every year except two. This is his last chance, so I love Kyle Bush to win at plus 550. Let's move to Sunday for three more bets to watch, brought to you by DraftKings. Shall we stick in the matchups category, Larson and Truex, Larson plus money against Truex. This is another one where you're just going to take the odds. Take the odds. Got to. Take the plus money. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Busher and Harvick is another one. Harvick is the veteran. He is retiring. Busher has the absolute hot hand, winning all the time, all kinds of different racetracks. He is minus 110, which is the favorite. You're taking Busher over Harvick? I'm taking Busher. I'm on the Busher train. Riding the hot hand. I don't blame him. I guess the last one we want to talk about. 
uh, is probably Group A when it comes to DraftKings. We normally avoid Group A, but Truex plus 200, Larson plus 225. The reason we like this is the new fancy tool says Byron and Hamlin have consistently won this group in the three races at Darlington. Both are plus 310. Pick one you like, flip a coin, but I think you can eliminate two drivers. I like Byron or Hamlin to win Group A. That's five bets to watch brought to you by DraftKings. All right, guys, what's the bet? It's that time of the day again. And, oh, look, I'm still leading. Chop it. Minus seven. You get the first pick. Um, I'm going Denny Hamlin to win. DH to win. Nobody saw it coming. He won at the 500 club. He's going to go for the back-to-back wins and try to win at and which race. You're going to give which race specifically, thanks. Don't be real Ooh. general. What's my – well, I got to take the cup race. I got to hire – I need – points okay eight to one to win the cup <laughs> race okay trav i'll take byron to win another win bet byron to win trav there's, takes byron there's to some win. hail mary's coming Everybody out is throwing deep guys throwing deep all right professor i'm taking truex to win oh truex to win i ladies and gentlemen am taking kyle bush to win on saturday Xfinity win plus 550. Plus, I like to know, I just want it behind me. When I get into Sunday, I want to know what I got. All right, there you have it. What's the bet? Um, and we can't, we can't go away without talking about the playoffs. The playoffs are here, which means the championship is ahead of us. 16 drivers, we eliminate four drivers every three weeks, so on and so forth. So only 16 can now win the championship. I feel comfortable in saying I don't see a long shot winner. Stenhouse, long shot. McDowell, long shot. Bubba, long shot. Great year in the playoffs. Let's talk about who we think can win the championship. Truex is a single-time champ, a couple pit stops away from being a three- or four-time champ. Byron, never at the cup level. Larson, at the cup level. Bush, twice. Hamlin, never. Those are your favorites. Do you have a championship favorite, Professor? Uh, I, agree with, I agree with the books. It's one of those top five. So you're saying Truex, Byron, Larson, Bush, Hamlin. Yep. So the question really, let's just jump right to the oddball, awkward question of the day. Is it Hamlin's year? That's really the question. Because, listen, Truex could easily do it. Byron has years to come, and this could be his right. year. Let's, let's, when I, I'm listening. Let's pull that uh, group tool out okay. and run it for Phoenix. Assume they all get to Phoenix. Assume those guys get to Phoenix. Okay. Can you do more than four in the group tool? Yeah, nope. I can do five. Oh, he can okay. do five. All right, well, there you go. Take the top five. I agree. Truex, Bryant, uh, Byron, Larson, Bush, and Hamlin. This is why I like him, because I want to know a bunch of those guys. Put all those names in, and then we're going to start asking some questions. Yeah, my guy, Chad. Down to. Those guys are going to. That's right. My guy, now, Chad, knew. One of those favorites or two will trip their way on their way. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll eliminate themselves by mistake, but we can't worry about that yet. Hmm. All right, you got your five-way split? Yep. All right, let's start with how many races have all five been in together in the next-gen world? 62. Okay, of the 62, who leads the way? It's tied with three of them at 13 apiece. I rest okay. my case. So they're head-to-head. Let's yep. go. Let's funnel it down out of this year. And, and hold on. The other ones are 12 and 11. Okay, so there's yep. a reason they're all the favorites. I mean, these five, that's how close it is. That's ridiculous, right? Now let's funnel it to this year. Okay, now Truex is the guy for this year. And Larson Out is of the 26, how dog. many? Out of 26, how many? Eight of the 26. Against five guys, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about Phoenix. We have three races. Is that what you're looking at? 
Yep, three races. Byron twice, Kyle Busch once. So I think you could say Truex to the four using the season total thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Byron in there because he's won five races. So let's and he's second in the early. season. And he's second in the season. Um, who else? And what were the other stats from Phoenix? I could say you can do Kyle Busch as one, and then like the the other ones are all one apiece. So Byron's won two of the Phoenix races, correct? Head to head. Yep. Yep. I think you've answered your question, folks. Hate to agree. I was pulling for DH, but the numbers say Byron. The numbers say Byron. I think your championship four are going to be Truex, Byron. Um, Hamlin and an oddball. That's I think a, there's somebody we don't. There, there's like a Logano, Chastain, Blaney, Reddick, Busher, um, Harvick. I think could get there without winning. You know, just like top five, top seven. My fear with Harvick is I don't think he runs well enough to score enough stage points. Like you got to run up front a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I agree with that. So I have a question for you three. Last year, three new winners in the first three playoff races. Yeah, that ain't happening. Any. We have one. In the first three races or in the playoffs in general? No. Maybe Harvick. Well, no, no. You're talking about last year was non-playoff drivers. Oh. No one. It would have to be Elliott or Bowman. Um, Ty Gibbs on a long. No, no. These, these, these playoff guys are going to. Last year we had so many winners in the regular season, man. It was like there was some guys outside no i think the playoff driver's dumb matter of fact i'll go as far as to say this there's 30 top 10s available i would say 20 two or three of the top 10s will be taken by playoff guys like they're going to dominate these races i mean we see it we have in our time board they get like a little highlighter thing so we know who's the playoffs and it is super common to look up there and it looks like they're just all green to oh top. they're just all chunked together yeah. i mean they're, they're just I mean, who didn't make the playoffs that's going to run inside the top five? Chase, maybe. Ty on his great day. I mean, I'm not trying to knock anyone, but we're 26 races in. These are the 16 that made it. All right. Well, listen. Playoffs are here. We're heading down to South Carolina. The track, too tough to tame. One of NASCAR's oldest racetracks for historic weekend. Uh, A sprint of an Xfinity Series race on Saturday with some monster names in it. And then anything but a sprint on Sunday. Let me tell you, however long you think it is, Chop, buy six more beers. I'm coming. You're coming? (laughs) Get somebody to drive you home then because it's the Southern 500. (laughs) It's 500 miles. I better drive the Chop home because it is going to be a marathon. Uh, We got a new uh, tool. We'll keep polishing it weeks by weeks. Good luck on racing. Good luck on football. Good luck on all your bets. And may all your bets pay off. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.